So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. All right, Rockstar Nations, coming from New Jersey today, I got Justin Bosnack and Abram Covella on the line, and uh, they are turning some heads down that way, and we're going to dig deep into some nitty-gritty with how are they making more money and selling more houses in New Jersey. So, hey, guys, uh, without further ado, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. How you doing? Hey, Brad. What's up, baby? Hey, why don't you guys give a little rundown on who you are, a little bio, how long you've been in the biz, that sort of thing, so everyone can get to know you better. Sure. So we've been in the business now, probably, I'm going on 16 years, Justin's about 15. We started with a company called Foxton's. I don't know if that rings a bell. I know it's a little... Foxton is like, um, I've heard it like from casinos, right? <laughs> well, it's actually a UK-based company. So initially, I mean, going back... 16 years ago, biggest UK-based company decided to start something in the US. They were only in the tri-state area, so they were only in New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. And uh, we were there from the ground up. I mean, they were spending a ton of money. We had the best trainers in the world coming in and, and so forth. But right before the market crashed, he just pulled the plug and let go of everyone. He closed the company down or closed the United States division down? or? That's correct. Yeah. So he, he filed bankruptcy, let go of like 400 people. And that was actually, it's funny because our, it was 10 years ago, almost recently, uh, September 27th was 10 years ago that that happened. So when it closed down, basically a few of the top agents, myself, Justin, my, our other partner, Tom, we got together and we we're like, let's do something. Let's kind of take the things that were positive about that. And, and work out the things that weren't positive and, and create a team. So we formed a team called the Ocean Six Group. And we started with Century 21 initially, but that was, wasn't a great fit for us. We didn't really have autonomy. We had trouble growing. We were only there about a year, and then we realized our calling was Remax. Um, so we've been at Remax now. It's going to be almost 10 years, and it's been a great ride. We now partnered with our owners. We have an office in Wall Township that we're uh, part owners on, and we're going to be opening up uh, another office soon in Little Silver. That's awesome. All right, cool. And uh, tell me about your business. Like, uh, how many houses did you sell last year? Uh, we had 315 in 2016. Uh, year to date right now, we're at 230. We got 90 under contract. You got 90 under contract? Yes, sir. <laughs> I love it. All right, cool. So you guys have been busy. All right, so what's your ECI, your ego commission income? Uh, ECI, 85 mil last year. Uh, we're on track for 94 mil this year. Yeah, that's your, that's your volume. What about your like, uh, gross commission? Um, last year, we did 1.6 million in gross commissions. Okay, cool. And what was your net on that? Um, we, our, our net was about 48% of that. Yeah, 740,000. Yeah. yeah, so 1.6, so 800 grand. And then you guys split it 50-50? You each take 400 out of the kitty or how do you guys split that up? Because, you know, uh, you know, we've had other teams on that are partners like yourself and they all have different ways 
that they pay each other. So, you know, and I actually had somebody text me the other day asking me about, um, you know, what's the best way to monetize or uh, compensate each other as partners. So how do you guys break that uh, 800 up? We actually have a third partner, so we split it three ways. Uh, our other partner is also a manager for our, uh, our office. Okay, so do you take, uh, you know, leave a certain amount of like three months expenses in the kitty and then just everything over and above that you split three ways or do you pay each other based on the deals that you're involved in or how do you do it? It's uh, a good question. I mean, it basically each month kind of rolls differently. Um, so we do disbursements. Um, we, have, we have a separate LLC. So the, the kind of the way that we do it is everything that we produce uh, income-wise goes right into the LLC, and we do a K-1 at the end of the year. Um, but every month, we do a disbursement on the 15th and end of the month, and it's all depending on what we have pending. Uh, so we always look, you know, about 60 days ahead, and we always try to keep about three months reserves in the bank at all times. Okay. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. And so it doesn't matter, you know, how do you, basically the question is, and I know this is what people are thinking driving down the road, how do you ensure that like one guy's not working 80 hours a week and the other guy's, you know, working 20 hours a week and the other guy's, you know, on his phone checking social media 30 hours a week? I mean, how do, how do you make sure that everybody's contributing equally? We're all just hustlers. We've known each other for, for <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm, I'm mainly just a listing agent. I'm out in the field a lot. Abe actually helps also manage and run the team. Um, and like I said, Tom manages the, uh, the office as well. We're all doing business still though. We're all still writing business. So, uh, it's not a concern. We're kind of just leveraging all of our business into other business opportunities. Um, looking at flipping homes now, uh, the real estate, uh, offices, obviously opening our second and then, uh, mortgage company is, is coming up next. Okay. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love the expansion there. Um, okay, cool. So um, let's talk about where your business is coming from. You know, that's a lot of units you guys are doing. You got 90 pending. What, like where, where are these deals coming from? So a lot of our, right now, I mean, we've been in the business, I mean, going on 16 years. So initially when we got in the first of the grind of it, I mean, we were heavy prospectors. I mean, I was actually one of the main prospectors on the team. Um, prospecting all day, every day, just trying to get stuff on the board. Uh, but now that we, now that we're at this level, we get a lot of past referrals. Uh, so a lot of our past clients, we're getting referrals from. But the other big part of our listings and deals that we're actually getting from is that we actually work with like four big builders in the area. Um, so we're averaging about a hundred new construction sales a year, um, just from that alone. And there's there's a lot of ancillary business that we get from that. You know, people that need to sell a home. You know, we're, it's like almost, it's almost a guarantee that they're going to go with us just so that they can make the transaction go as smooth as possible. And then on top of it, we are, our team's expanded. So we have 15 team members. That's including the three partners. We provide a lot of leads for our team. So they're, they're, they're pumping business as well. They sit a lot of open houses for us. So we also do Zillow as well. Um, we have a pretty hefty monthly bill on Zillow that we spend to, uh, to generate leads. How much? About Almost uh, with our mortgage partner, about ten grand a month. Ten thousand dollars on Zillow, and wh why do you choose Zillow versus Realtor.com? You know all the other options out there. Why do you choose Zillow? It's a good question. I mean, Zillow. Uh, we've tested out Realtor.com. Zillow 
the leads just come in. I mean, they're they're pretty consistent. I hate to say it's like a necessary evil. Um, you know, I, I hate to invest that much and basically trying to, I mean, they're, we're basically, they're basically reselling leads to us, you know, from our own business, and I understand that. But, uh, but we do get a return on it. We do get a return on it. So um, the return's been uh, almost double on what we put in. So it's, it's been worth its, worth its method. That's, that's great. I mean, at the end of the day, right, you got to deal with the cards we're dealt, right? I think everybody's pretty much as agents were over that fact, right? We got dealt this hand. Nothing, nothing's really going to change with it. The only thing that could change is, you know, another competitor comes in and does it better than them. So, but there's still the, the paying for leads. That's, that, that's the card, we, the hand we got dealt. The thing is, the industry average, I don't know if you knew this, is actually 7% less commissions made than leads money spent on online leads so meaning if you spend a thousand dollars you're going to lose seventy dollars you're going to lose that thousand back and then you're going <laughs> to you know what i mean you're going to be seventy dollars negative for every thousand dollars you spend on on online leads that's the industry average the agents are making less than they're spending so how do you make sure that you're getting two hundred thousand for that hundred grand that you're spending, or actually you're spending a buck twenty, how do you make you're getting two forty, right? Or are you making three sixty? Are you making two forty off of the one twenty? Two forty in addition to the one twenty? We're making close to double on it. Um, okay. And it, how do you, how do you make sure that we had to basically um, make sure we had enough team members to service the leads. So the the team members have to respond to the lead in under five minutes. So the lead goes to them. They have to reach out to the lead in under five minutes. We have a protocol, uh, five times touch. They have to reach out to lead within the first couple of days. So that's phone call, email, texting. And five then, times within two days. Yeah. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 So we have a really good CRM now um, that we have invested in, uh, follow-up boss, which is uh, it's phenomenal. I mean, okay, sure why do you like follow-up boss? Is that Haas Pratt's? Um, or it used to be. I think someone bought it from him. I don't know. I don't uh, know. So where why we're... do you use follow-up boss? We were using Top Producer um, previously, but it's just the problem with Top Producer, I felt, was there was just too many things, too many different screens you had to go on to navigate. Um, and the automation wasn't really there. 
Um, follow boss, everything is on one lead screen. So, I mean, literally you can follow the whole deal on one lead screen. And it has very intuitive campaigns. So as soon as the lead comes in, um, we can adjust the campaigns. But these people go on these campaigns where it looks like when an email goes out to them, it looks like it's coming from the agent. So the, our team's loving that. Uh, so we, we've done that. And then we've also invested in BombBomb uh, so that agents can start doing video uh, reach outs to these leads if they're not responding so that they can try to get them to connect with them through a video. All right. Yeah, that's great. I love it. And, uh, you know, we'll put links to all that on, on your show notes, guys. If you're driving down a road and you haven't heard it, Bon Bon, Follow Up Boss, everything he pretty, a pretty much uh, just mentioned. So uh, here's the thing. Okay, so I get that your, you know, number one source is repeat and referral. We don't want to go down that road. Many agents have been on the show oh, close to 600 now and have talked about that. Here's what I want to talk about with you guys. I want to talk about this building business because I think that's not something we're used to hearing a lot. And, and I was wondering if you could break it down like a third grader can understand so that if someone listening in Tupelo, Mississippi wants to say, I want to do what these guys are doing here, how can they do it? Can you do that now? Sure. Yeah, I mean, the building was kind of, it was it rolled in from just one builder and one house and uh, multiple builders, multiple houses. You got to... So how, how'd you get the first one? Uh, the first one was, uh, I actually represented the buyer um, on that deal. And the builder just liked me so much, he threw me a, threw me a list in. And, uh, you know, pretty much the rest is history. You know, we, we ran <laughs> in different builders. You know, the one builder we had uh, met through, we had a piece of land, talked to him. That deal didn't work out. I was pulling comps for another client um, in an area. I saw a big land transaction right around the block. It had nothing to do with that. That's another sale I was pulling comps on. And uh, I told Abe, you know, call that guy. He just, bought the, uh, he just bought that piece of land. And they were ready to list with another company. And we came in in the last minute and, and took over. And at that point, we'd never listed the development before. You know, we just went in. You know, young guys didn't know, you know, how to sell a development, but knew uh, marketing, knew advertising, and knew that area. And won the business. And then another builder walked through the site one day. And, uh, you know, he was undercover, just checking us out, seeing what we were doing. <laughs> doing and, some recon. I love it. Yeah, doing some recon. And, you know, he turned out to be, you know, the, the best thing ever for our business. We had a great working relationship from there. Um, so you, you know, walk up to him. So let me get this straight. So you're out there, uh, what, at an open house or something or holding it open? Open house, yeah. And Nobody the dude walks there. through and he's trying to pretend like he's a buyer and somehow you got out of him that he's actually a builder. Correct, yeah. Yeah, I walked him through a couple houses and he mentioned, oh, yeah, I got another house. You know, we're thinking about putting it up. You know, and it's just started with one house. You know, and again, we, we always had to prove ourselves. And uh, it was a lot of, you know, we do a lot of innovative things and creative things, you know, that were outside of the box. He had other agents that he worked with before. You know, we're, we're always ahead of the curve, though. And so economically, like, how, do you, how does someone go there and work this out on such a large scale with a builder, right? Because a lot of builders, you know, think to themselves, oh, I'll just hire my own sales team. So how do you convince a builder, hey, I'll do it. You pay me X percent commission. I want to multiple list them. I want to hold them open. Like, how do you tra how do you get them to transition to that thought of, you know, I want to do it myself to I want to have a realtor do it. Yeah, I think timing is everything for the, for the builder. You know, they weren't at a point yet. Um, they were just doing spot builds. They were doing a lot of spot builds, but they weren't really getting into communities yet. 
Um, so they didn't have, you know, a, a big team at that point. Um, and it was just a growing relationship. So, so it was a relationship. So I think the, the moral of the story is, hey, you know, don't think that if you, if you see some builder you never heard of, don't think, ah, oh, you know, I don't want to mess with that. Right, because that could lead to, to to being the biggest builder in town. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Is that kind of what you're saying? That's exactly what happens. And it was more so, you know, we would talk about pieces. We would we would price things out for them and tell them, you know, no, that's not a good buy, or no, you can't pay that for that piece of land. It's too much. He respected that, you know, and that led to we weren't in it just to get a listing, um, you know, to, to tell them, hey, you can probably get this price when when you can't. You know, we were very honest and upfront with him. He passed on a lot of pieces, but that helped us get the right pieces. And we sold obviously everything that came in, you know, rather quickly. So, you know, it just grew from there. And does he build models? Yes. And you staff those? Oh, yeah. We probably run uh, four or five open houses a weekend from, from these different models that we have. Wow. Okay. And it actually becomes a good thing. You know, I think some people see it as, Oh no, now I got to hire agents to staff these, but it's actually like now agents are like, Hey, these guys are a great team because they're going to give me right. Uh, you know, models to hold open. Our agents love the open houses. You know, they're, they're brand new. They're easy to sell. You know, they're priced right. They're brand new. They're meeting, you know, solid buyers. I mean, these are homes that are four or $500,000, you know, a new agent coming into the business, you know, they don't really have those opportunities. So, you know, we have agents walking in the door that are doing, you know, 15 deals, making eighty, ninety thousand dollars in that first year with us. I love that. Okay. So tell me like, okay, so how many agents do you have on your team now? We have um, 12 agents. Awesome. And so what are you doing to keep them accountable, right? How do you make sure that they're doing a minimum standard and you know what I mean? And bringing in business and they aren't slacking. It's a good point. We do a lot of goal setting, um, you know, constantly making checking their pipelines and um, and kind of going over everything. I mean, if we're pumping leads, I want to make sure the leads are being worked. They do have a minimal requirement on sitting open houses, um, so they got to be doing that as well. And we're also trying to teach them how to, to generate their own business. We want them getting listings because at the end of the day, more signs in the ground with our name on it, the team name, makes it a little bit easier to for us to get listings in that town, in, the, in that area. So. Uh, most of our agents on our team are actually doing self-generated business, which is great. Um, we have some team members that are on the team now going on like seven, eight years, which is awesome. This year, we just hired about five new ones. So there's five new ones on our team. But overall, they are, uh, they're getting pumped a lot of business. So as long as they're um, – I, I don't know about the different areas in, in other parts of the country, but our main goal is that we want every one of our team members hitting a circle of excellence. Um, it's an award level that's in uh, New Jersey, and the minimum is bronze. So it's 15 deals, um, two and a half million in volume. Um, that's really our minimum requirement. You know that you really got to be on the team. You you got to be hitting that that bronze level every year. Um, and if you're not, then we got to figure out ways to do it. Otherwise, it's just not working out. We've let people let people go off the team that just weren't producing. So what? Uh, okay, so like if if I'm a brand new agent. Yep. You're telling me, hey, I got to make bronze. I got to do, you know, X, Y, and Z, or I got to, this is, these are my goals. What are you going to tell me specifically? Like, uh, again, like simplify it. Like um, I show up at X time. I do this. I do this. What's my ideal day? Correct. So 
we provide a schedule. Um, you know, if they if they're if, if if a new agent comes on board, um, they have requirements that they really got to meet. So we want you in the office certain amount of days. We want you. Uh, touching base with past clients. We want you working on your pipeline certain amount of hours a day. We want you prospecting certain period of time of the day. We want you sitting open houses. We want you following up on the leads. Um, so there's there's a regimented schedule that we provide them, and we'll know right away if if that's kind of going off pace, depending on whether or not they're sitting open houses or whether or not they're not putting notes in the system. Um, you know, it starts to raise red flags for us. They, if they want to be on the team, there's a, there's a certain minimum requirement that they got to do. Um, otherwise, we just you know we just can't bring on anyone. Unfortunately, there's there's a requirement to be there. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 what sort of technology phone apps software that sort of things are you guys using today on the team or, or just personally that uh, you really like well follow boss this is one of the other reasons why we love it is their app is pretty awesome um, so it makes it very easy uh, to maintain and follow up with the leads um, you know if a lead calls them back as soon as they pull up the app the app will know that they were talking to that lead and say, do you want to log the call? And they can put the notes in and set follow-ups. Um, Wait a minute. So, so the lead calls them. Yep. And it cross-references the notes on it. So they don't have to say, oh, shit, who is this? Right. And they say, this is Sam Hunt. And then they're looking up Sam Hunt. And then they're like, I can't find him. I can't remember him. It, it, you're saying it, it automatically pops up and it says, this is Sam Hunt. And the last time you talked to him was two weeks ago, and you know he asked about one, two, three, Philander Street or whatever. <laughs> correct, correct. Okay. So it's that's that's one that's one of the the biggest elements of why I love the system. That's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it makes it so much easier because I mean, at the end of the day, no one really likes putting notes in a system for CRM. You work all day. Well, that's what day. agents are terrible at, right? Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll talk all damn day. They'll just blah, 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 talk to buyers and sellers and they're great at it. But when it comes to filling out paperwork and putting notes in the system, it's, it's like scratching nails on a chalkboard for them. And I agree with them because I'm that same way, you know, so. Yep. Sure. No, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm the same way too. You got to make it easy. You got to simplify it. 
And it just logs and it says called that day. Do you have to put anything in or does it, it would be um, neat? I mean, it would, it would, we require, I mean, we, we want them to do that. I mean, but if they can at least log that they spoke to the person that day um, so that they can set the appropriate follow-up, but it, it'll, it'll has a little icon. It's like you spoke to this person. Now you can obviously put a note next to it. So it helps with that. Um, we also, our whole office uh, has integrated to Dotloop, um, which is, phenomenal transaction management system for contracts. So the app on that makes it easy for our agents on the road. If they're on the road, they need to do contracts. They can send stuff, share stuff. They can do things on the fly with just their phone. So it makes them more efficient. And then um, uh, some really fun apps are Cam Scanner, um, which is free. Uh, it allows you to scan in basically any document uh, and convert it into a PDF. So if you have a contract, you're not at a scanner, you're sitting at a kitchen table, you can scan that whole contract. It compiles it all into one file, and you can send it as a PDF, and it looks like you scanned it in the office. I'm getting that. I'm getting that today because, you know, I hate scanning things. You know, you got to get to the computer. You got to get to your printer to put it in, and I want to take a picture and send it to, and text it to people. And then they get it and they're like, oh, I can't take it in this format, you know, because they, they can't, they don't know how to change the format from a photo to a PDF. <laughs> so all you have to do is take a picture of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy how the technology works, but it literally uses the same camera on your phone and it, it makes it so clear and concise. It looks like you scanned it on a computer, you know, yeah. or a professional printer. And then you just share it as an email. It's beautiful. I'm throwing away my printer now. <laughs> this is great i'm gonna use that that's awesome cam scanner i love that i love that this is good stuff so now are you guys investing in real estate yourself yes tell me about that just started so um i also work with uh with flippers um they actually met them through my awesome builder they also get him land and stuff like that so been working with them for the last year. Um, they're kind of now scaling up. You know, they yelled at me. They said, why aren't you flipping? I said, well, I'm so busy doing everything else. I don't have the time to do it. So I actually just partnered with my buddy who's a GC and, uh, you know, we're going to get to work doing it. So That's awesome. Good stuff. They gave me their system, their playbook, you know, so that, that was, that was key because I didn't really have, I don't have too much time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the key part, you know, you know, I, I, I do them where I'm just kind of like the financial guy in the back, you know what I mean? And, and then we split it 50-50, they get, I got some other agents that do all the front end and all that stuff and they don't have to get hard money and it's a lot easier when you're pressed for time for sure. All right, guys, so let's wrap this up with our flagship question and that is this, let's say I took the two of you and I put you on an island, and on that island, there's a lot of commerce. There's a lot of people running around buying things, selling things. And I took 10 other or nine other teams of two people, dynamic duos, right? Nine other teams of two people. And I gave them each $5,000. I gave them each a laptop. I gave them each a cell phone. And I said, okay, all you dynamic duos are going to go out and sell as much real estate as you can in the next six months. And whoever sells the most amount of real estate in the next six months gets 10 million bucks. How are you going to bring home 10 million bucks by winning this contest? Well, we're specialists there. So Abe's a master cold caller. So he's, in, he, he's home all day calling. Uh, he's, he's on the internet. He's doing the Facebook boosts and leads. 
Um, I'm out there selling. He's setting me up on my appointments and I'm just going out and I'm nailing everything. Red X, circle prospecting, FISBO prospecting, doing some handwritten notes. And, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll be out there closing everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as I was saying earlier in the show, um, you know, when we started a team, I was actually the lead prospector. So, you know, I know it's something that a lot of agents, they struggle with it. Um, it comes natural to me. Um, so I used to set everything up for the team, and then it just it got to the point where my role kind of just evolved. But, yeah, I mean, if, if me and Justin were on an island and we were given a certain budget, that's what I would focus on. Targeting the people that are, that are likely sellers, physicals, and expireds. I mean, anyone new in business, I mean, that's what they should be doing. It's free. You can target expireds and FISBOs. Um, I highly recommend Red X. It cross-checks all the phone numbers. And then if we happen to do get any listings, um, I'm a big fan of Circle Prospecting, which is a geoforming. pulls up all the 100 phone numbers of all the people that circle that address. So if you just get a listing or if we're sitting in an open house, we'll call everyone up that circles that address and let them know, hey, you know, we just listed this property. I don't know if you know anyone. Not really trying to push a listing, but kind of letting them know that we're in the market and we're here to help. Yeah, I love it. I love you. Like you're the you're the quarterback, you know, Jason's the, the wide receiver or whatever, and you know, that's how you roll with it. That's uh I love that. I love that. And then the other guy, your other partner is the, the office manager. That's a nice, nice touch, man. Well, I'm going to put, let's see, what, uh, what do you guys call your team? The Ocean Six Group. Ocean Six. What's that mean? Like uh, the TV show? I mean, the, the movie? Six of us. Yeah, there you go. We're Ocean County, by the ocean, Jersey Shore here. And uh, yeah, Ocean's Eleven was an awesome movie, too. A bunch of guys making things happen, so... Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm going to just put all your show notes on hybendigital.com backslash ocean and the number six, uh, the number six, uh, ocean six guys go to the show notes, all the stuff that uh, Abe and Justin mentioned already. Uh, I'm going to post, I'm going to put links to them and uh, I'm also going to put something that they are going to give as a gift today, which is a team tips for building a successful real estate team. This is a PDF that they've created, right? That's uh, that basically is like uh, your, your uh, mantra that you guys go by for building a good team. Yeah. It's the 10 commandments of building a team. The 10 command. I love it. The 10 commandments of building a good team. So I'm going to put all of that on hybendigital.com backslash ocean six. And I'm also going to put it, in the agent success toolbox, which you can get by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or texting the word toolbox to 444-999. Justin, Abe, thanks so much for coming on today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day and uh, look forward to meeting you somewhere in the near future. Sounds good. Appreciate that. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.